0: Hey everybody, this is Kicking the Tires. I'm Mason Broughton, I've got with me Luke. Hey. And Blake. How's it going? And our special guest, Ernie Thompson. This is our second part to the two-part series, considering his collection.
1: The Supercharger era is ruined the hot rod as regular hot rodding because you can't beat one i mean it's just phenomenal mm-hmm. billy pierce has got twin turbos on a 500 and something cubic inch camaro and and uh, i haven't got up enough nerve yet to ride in it but i probably will you know?
2: <laughs> well, that's something definitely a lot of these cars nowadays are going for huge power numbers sure. and you mentioned the um, lowering cars different wheels and stuff yeah. like that that's a big thing nowadays that i'm seeing is the is the customization. Everyone yeah. wants there to be their car. They do this. They do that.
0: Well, that's because that's what you're doing with your 3000 GT, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, not yet. It's currently trying to get brakes on it. But uh, eventually, yeah. Well, it's like the, yeah, the, the truck a nice I told you I sold
1: for 17. I mean, that had 17 years. It had a 30-inch orange stripe on the hood, all the way through the top and the back, said Ernie's picture framing because I had a business. I put the OAL number, but before you boys was born, they didn't have like 256. It was mm-hmm. AL which AL on the phone is two five, but you know, I personalized that and everybody and their brother knew that, you know, the truck and all. And the first thing I told the kid when I sold it to him is, is please take my name off the door. Somebody liable to shoot you, you know? So there you go. (laughs) They get uh, stolen. Yeah. I've always had a personalized, I had a Chevy two that, you know, we put 11 quarts of paint on it, had diamond dust in it when I was in high school. So, you know, I've always tried to personalize mine and, and, uh, and I'm going to do something to this 96 Sonoma that I just got. My kid actually had it. Me and him jokingly, I've had every vehicle that he's had, except he's got a Dodge van, and that's not going to happen. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to do that, boys.
0: Well, out of all the ones you've had, what's the best modifications you've done to any of your cars that you're real proud of?
1: Well, the 69 Rambler, we made a gaser out of it. I put a 51 Chevy straight axle under it and set it back and. the, uh, and had it all up like a drag car, and had a roll cage in it, and everything else. And there was in my era was a Stone Woods and Cook drag racing, so I put my friend Jimmy Walden, and then I got a friend John and Steve Mock. So I put Thompson Mock and Walden on the door, mm-hmm. and then I worked for a man named Marion Baird. We put it on the quarter panel to make it look like a race car, and I've had it in the World of Wheels in Indianapolis and won a trophy up there, and and I've had it in the uh, uh, Louisville, you know, uh, uh, gosh, I forgot the man's name. Uh, they run the car show over there for forever. Um, uh, it, Carl Casper. Mm-hmm. I've had it over there twice, you know, the old Rambler. As far as modifications, I've done that. I mean, like the Chevy too, I had in high school, we cut the fender wells to put bigger tires and, and all of that. I've had headers and I've had, uh, had a bunch of regular, the C10 pickup trucks, me and uh, Jimmy Wald, and Jimmy done most of the work. I was a I was a parts guy, and he's a body guy. We chopped two 69 Chevy trucks, took five inches out of the top, and that uh, was kind of wicked. It was hard to see, but we had a lot of fun with them and, <laughs> and all. And, and As long as you're uh, going straight, we're good. Yeah, I tried to make the guy mad. He wanted to buy it, and back in the day, I mean, I only had like $1,100 in the truck, and uh, I told him, I said, it takes 2,000 cash, and he said he would take it, and then I thought, gosh, I wish they hadn't sold this. So I told him, I said, I will not sell it to you unless you bring me all hundred dollar bills. And he said, you're joking. And I said, no, sir. He said, I'm coming from Indianapolis. I said, I don't care if you come from Canada. If you don't have me hundred dollar bills, I, I want to keep it. So sure enough, he showed up on a Saturday morning at the Napa store. And he said he went to three banks, but he had all hundreds. And I was sad because I really wish that I kept that truck. Cause it was different. It was before, for the time, if you know what I mean, but we had a lot of fun doing that. And, and, uh, One night a pizza and beer kind of got the one door kind of bent up a little bit. So we had to remodify it the next day, but remodify, I think it was the pizza. I I think it was the pizza.
2: Oh yeah. Obviously that's the one that gets to you. So a lot of people getting in, you mentioned the money earlier about all these new cars, how expensive they are. Someone's wanting to get started in cars. Do they start with an old car, a classic car? Do they go and get something they've always dreamed of or they start small and work their way up?
1: Well, a guy has to almost start what he can do. You know, Mason can work on his, clean them, keep them. But as far as probably paint work, Mason's probably not a painter, because I have a friend that's got a an old model Chevy truck and he wants it painted, and a guy priced it twenty thousand dollars to paint it. So, and it's got a four twenty seven in it and all that beautiful truck. But you take that you've already got ten or fifteen thousand I don't know what he's got none of my business but even if you had five thousand got to think if you put twenty more in it then you got a twenty five thousand dollar truck you know real quick so that's what's killed the market today because uh my cousin ronnie thompson just painted a truck and and they probably had seven 000, eight thousand dollars in materials just to paint it not counting the painter and the work and and all of that you know so it well, did uh, that's probably spurred the
2: rise of like so many more wraps nowadays everyone does wraps instead because it's so much more affordable you don't like
1: it oh well wear for a few years till you're tired of it peel it off put a new one on you know i'm impressed with the wraps because i've looked at a few of those and they really really look good and you can't hardly tell it you know and stuff it uh the wrap is just uh, a phenomenal way of doing anything anymore of course they're not very cheap and stuff because of uh, everything you know well everything anymore i mean she can't go to McDonald's unless you spend ten bucks, if you know what I mean, and stuff. So everything in the world is high today. I think COVID done a lot of that.
0: Yeah, I think that's the main reason why I've held off from restoring the maroon car. Cause I know it's one whenever you go to restore a car, you've definitely got to make sure you love it. Because yes, yes. once you do it, you are with it for life yes. because you're never gonna get your money back. Right. And that's the big thing for me is, you know, Right now, somebody priced it to me two or three years ago at 10000 There's no telling what it is now. Right. So it's basically, I've just basically pushed myself further and further off, and it's only going to keep getting higher, but I just can't justify paying that kind of money.
1: Almost anymore, a young man that's wanting to get into the car market can almost find someone my age that's getting out that'll sell him something that's already ready to go, and he can do a few modifications but if you don't watch, you can pay a big price for something, and then you get a lot of money in making it your own and stuff. I looked at a thirty-two Ford this week, but it was seventy-five thousand dollars. Wow! And I think of all the the many days you got to work to make seventy-five thousand dollars. I'm not saying the car's not worth that, but you got to look at, and it's in California, and it would just be terrible that I'd have to go out there to look at it. You know.
0: But oh the- yeah, that's definitely the big hard part about it is i mean you can look on like facebook marketplace now or that classic com, and you know things are really hard to buy sight unseen because it kind of like with the title the name you almost got to go out there and kick the tires you
2: got to go look at it and see if there's something that's hiding it might be a 20 foot paint job on it now would you recommend to someone wanting to get started on a lower budget find a car with a couple problems that they think they can fix or do you want to go and find a more pristine model so you can enjoy it right away?
1: No, I think it. I think a young man needs to learn how to do his own work and make it his own. And that's the only way you're going to learn is, is to do that. My problem is, is if I put on a quart of bondo, I took off a half gallon. I didn't know when to quit. I kept feeling it, feeling it, and I, I always went past the point where my friend Jimmy, he just spread that quart on and hit her two or three licks with sandpaper, and it's just as smooth as a stable top because that is his talent. My talent was selling auto parts. So, you know, I you know, that's the way it was. But, you know, it's uh, I would say a kid needs to try something and make it his own. And, and if he messes up, get someone to help him. But, but uh, and, you know, it's according on how much your budget is and what you want to get into because I'm hoping to get some younger guys in. That's the reason I do my rod run. More than a show because I want a guy to bring one that's not finished or he's just got running or you know and he's proud of it you know the way it is and that's the way we got started in a rod run and stuff and so we have one of those you know on the on the square every month and uh, and Mason's been there and a lot of other people and and uh, you know I I've met a lot of good people through that a lot of good friends
0: well. Plus taking and doing the work straight off the bat, like whenever I bought mine, I had to take and replace all the brakes, sure. a lot of the rubber lines and stuff like that to make sure that it'd be roadworthy again. But you ah. know, it gives you pride in your ride and you you get a little bit more willing to go do it. And you know, plus going out to these car shows or going out to the cruise ends and stuff like that, that's something that you definitely need to do because like I didn't know everything about Mustangs whenever I first got on. There's only so much you can find out online. Sure, sure getting in with somebody like the club I did, you've got a bunch of guys in there that have already been through these problems and they can help you hand in hand. And I think that's why it's probably a good thing for these guys to get involved. That's why I tried to get him to start going to some when he bought his Corvette.
2: If only it ran.
1: (laughs) Now that's, that's a car that's went ridiculous. Uh, When I was 17, a friend of mine had a 63 split window and he wanted to sell it for $1,800. And I didn't have eighteen hundred dollars, and and uh, he kept it for years and years. And the next thing you know, he sold just the body for ten thousand. You know, it's just crazy. And then last I heard, the car went to California at a hundred. Wow. You know, so but it was completely restored, mm-hmm. and and you get a lot of money in that. But Corvette really took off, you know, and and a lot of the older Mustangs have too. I think Camaros and Mustangs they must have multiplied because. There's more of those on the road today than there was when they was new. Okay. You know, and I know they are re- making remanufactured ones, but it's they're everywhere, you know. I mean, it's just and it's a beautiful car, you know. The uh the Mustang was was neat back in the day and stuff and the and, and when they got started uh, was 64 and a half. Was yeah. It? I
0: mean, you know, that was the big thing about them. They were trying to be the family affordable yeah. sports car. You know, it, it wasn't so much that it was a muscle car, but it was just it's something that boasted a little bit of power mm-hmm. and it, your family could go in and buy it for say three, $4,000 and have a heck of a car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most of them was little like the, I think a little 246 on a three speed cars. And it was just a phenomenal little family car. And, and you had room in the back to put your children mm-hmm. or we didn't use seatbelts or nothing nobody was <laughs> strapped in you know and and stuff At uh,
0: I think yeah. that was some of our favorite rides because when we went to college together I'd always drive because I just I don't trust other people's driving in the first place his. and mm-hmm. they'd no, have, no, they no, they'd no, have no, to draw the ones. <laughs> they'd have to draw straws to see which one got the back seat where yeah. it doesn't have any seat You're belts right. in it
2: <laughs> only downside I think it turn too hard you'll slide from one side to the other.
1: Yeah, but you couldn't get a better ride out of them. It rode like it was on a cloud. And yeah, we'd done that when I was a kid. If you had a had a nice date, you was going on. You really lemon pledged that old leather seat, but you could go around that right corner. She'd slide right over to you, you know, making the moves. Yeah, making the moves right there with that good old lemon pledge. You know, <laughs> that was that was way before the the armor all days, guys. You know, it's funny how everything has evolved. And and I can remember the car wash was a quarter, guys. Of course, you know, I'm an old guy, but uh, it was $0.25, cents and now it's $3. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that crazy how you think about all the, the way everything's went up. And just like my Monte Carlo, I turned down 20000 You know, it's crazy. mean that's where two fools met, my dad would say, you know, because I should have sold it, but I didn't want to, you know. I sold my Chevy, too, you know, when I was in uh, right out. Of, well, I sold it in 77 because I bought that Monte Carlo but it was a phenomenal car. And even people to this day, after all these years, when they see me, they'll mention that car because everybody knew it, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was a really nice car.
0: Well, out of all of them that you've got currently, which which one would be the last to go, say, if you had, if you were getting rid of them, which one would you hold on just tooth
1: and nail? Well, the tooth and nail probably be the Monte Carlo, but that Camaro (laughs) was pretty special because of my dad buying it. You know, I'd, I'd probably hang on to those two and, and, uh, and probably die first, but the rest of them, you know, the, the smart car is probably going to go. Cause I told a buddy of mine the other day, I found out you don't have to be smart to own one. So, so I'm going to get rid of it probably. And, and I love a little S10 truck because, you know, it's just something beat around in, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm still single. I've been, I've been single 31 years. So I use that Monte Carlo for dates or to go out and, and all of that. <laughs> I, I haven't died yet. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm a lot better guy than I used to be. I've, I've slowed up a lot, but I use the Monte Carlo, but I would sell all of them and, and I would even hate to get rid of my mom's Buick, but I would sell it before I let the Camaro and the Monte Carlo go. Cause I, uh, it's just something special, but the very first car that you worked and saved and, you know, I got it down so cheap Mason that I didn't take a license plate with me the night I went to pick it up. And, uh, the guy told me, he said, I told you to bring a license plate because we, we cut it to the bone when we sold it to you. And he made me give him a buck and a half for a dealer plate, or, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the paper one. And uh, another good story for you boys, when I ordered this Monte Carlo, it was fair time, and I met this little gal, and I took her out. And all I had was a Volkswagen Bug. And it was yeah. an old junker, an old white one. So I went that very first night to pick her up. And I said, "I do have a new car ordered." And she said, "Yeah, I bet you do." <laughs> so I should have ran then, but I married her. It lasted 15 years, but but uh, I never will forget. I I went to pick her up in that old Volkswagen and said, "I've got a new car ordered." And she said, "Yeah, I bet you do."
0: Well, I've seen that Monte Carlo before too, and you know, you really keep it good and clean. I mean, that's a that's a big thing too with going around yeah. this show. She the shows is keeping them really
1: really clean. I mean, that's a. You've done a really well job with yeah. that car. Well, I, I've tried to. It's, it's it, I can't do like I used to. When uh, I had that, the one I got caught doing 135 in, it was black, and I washed it twice a day when I was a kid, you know, because you had to to keep it clean. But, mm-hmm. you know, a clean car. Now, my truck out here is pitiful, but I've got my legs are bad. I've had 10 of those in gel injections at my knees and and, uh, and stuff. I'd like to have had that money. I could have bought another car. They was $919 a shot. I had mm-hmm. 10 of those and I got two braces on my legs. That's $4,800. So I could have bought another car with all that stuff, but uh, it's hell to get old boys. Enjoy life when you're young. So do you still believe in that lemon pledge or do you, do you change up your routine? Well, faster? I use the armor, but, but if I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid to put lemon pledge on anything, <laughs> man, that's, that was, that was right out of the day. And whoever thought of that was phenomenal, but we all use that, you know, and, and stuff. And, uh, we used it on the tires and rubbed it in. And, and of course it make them shine and, and everything It uh, it was lemon pledge was a good deal when we was kids. What
2: you is, know. What's your best cleaning tip. Now you have seven cars. It's a lot to keep clean. Do you do, do, you go for speed. Do you go for detail? Do you have a certain trick you use or to a tool you just to. made out of nothing? Kind of like some guys use
1: spatulas to get back in their tires and get stuff yeah, clean. Well, no, but like I said, I don't keep them as clean as I used to, but if you got a clean car, It's easy to keep it clean. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, like this truck I bought for my son, it's got tar on it and all that. And then you got to work the whole truck over, you know, and uh, use either wax or grease remover. And and I didn't say this on radio, but you use diesel fuel or something to take that off and and it won't harm the paint, you know. But uh, I can't keep one clean like I used to. But if you have a clean car, you can keep it clean if Mm -hmm. you understand what I'm trying to say. And you want to make sure that it, you just keep wiping on it and, and do that. But my worst thing that I hate to use, and I've used every kind of glass cleaner in the world, and there is good out there, but I never was a glass cleaner. Looks like a five-year-old done it when I get done. You know, I just, you know, I can keep a car clean, but I'm not very good on Some streaks, palm prints, everything yeah. on there. I've been, I've been thinking about getting me one of those mail-order brides, maybe that's real good at, at cleaning windows or something, you know.
0: What type of interior do you prefer, cloth or leather?
1: I like leather. Cloth is cooler on you. My Camaro's got cloth, but there ain't nothing like, you know, the armor all on that old Monte Carlo seat and slide in, and you can move around and everything. But my Camaro's got –
0: Yeah, that 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 vinyl's definitely the stuff.
1: Vinyl's the stuff.
2: I'm stuck between. I have that uh, 1970 Corvette. It's got a black leather interior. Yeah. And I sat down one summer with shorts and almost fused to the seat.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you will. Oh, so it'll definitely it'll burn you up in a heartbeat. My son used to, uh, he wore shorts all all winter long, and he would come. He had an '84 Camaro that I lost in the divorce. If you understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and uh, he drove it all the time. And he come to the house one time, and he had shorts, a t-shirt, a toboggan, and gloves. And I said, "Son, what? You, you know, in the seat, cold on your legs? Well, no, but my head gets cold, and my hands get cold. So he had a toboggan and gloves." he had on shorts and a t-shirt and i'll never forget that because the summertime just like that too it'll burn you up but uh, cloth is a lot better you have a 1970s it a big block car or small block
2: I originally was a big block it's it? got the uh original transmission in it still but it's got some truck motor in it now and it's probably not going to last this winter my yeah. plan this winter is to pull that out and um do some serious changes on the yeah. car or a speed car yep yeah, that's cool um i do plan to redo it all so it doesn't have ac in it or heat right now uh, i think the previous owner did some wild things and i think he almost made it a rally car mm-hmm. he stripped everything non-essential out of the engine bay yeah and um made some questionable decisions and talking about driving it and getting cold drove it once during this was winter and i had just got it I'm like, i, I gotta drive it i really shouldn't mm-hmm. there's nothing on the road though so i can drive it i drove it and i froze to death except for my feet the heat of the engine, Uh, my feet were sweating so bad. It was so gross.
1: Always wanted one of those. And I always wanted a white with red interior. I don't know why, but uh, my very first car was white with red. And I've always liked that combination. Mm -hmm. My little truck I got is white with, with uh, the uh, blue interior, but I'm thinking about putting and I'm I'm thinking about putting some vinyl on it instead of paint Mm -hmm. and making it my own, like a stripe on the hood or put, um, I got three granddaughters and, thinking about putting Ernie's auto sales on the door and putting them as a salesman or something, you know. And you got to make it personalized. Know it's your own. That way the cops, when they get you, they know it's you.
2: Oh, yeah, they, definitely. They want to pull you over.
1: <laughs> definitely.
0: And which, I don't know, that I have to bring up something about his little project here that can be kind of controversial to a guy like me that likes the old carbureted motors. He's talking about putting like an LS motor in it. What do you think about that?
1: Well, if you're going to go... It'd do a lot of traveling I think the LS is the way to go but a good old small block with a my mild cam and a and a uh, aluminum intake and a, and a good carburetor is hard to beat they'll go anywhere too but I think if he's going to go to California in it an LS would be the way to go but me personally if I was going to build one locally I would just put a I would if it was mine I would put another big block back in it mm-hmm. and you could probably look around and find a block.
2: They're available. You, know, you can find them if you look hard enough. But you mentioned pricing right now is crazy. Yes,
1: it's it's crazy. It's going to you take know. a lot to put an LS in there too. No, it, but. Would, it would. Of course, you can buy LSs. You know, on, your cheapest way to buy an LS is to buy the whole car. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's the way to go and 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 stuff. But uh, a regular old motor with the, you know, just a regular and and you can put regular exhaust on it. Uh, you know, the it's something you boys probably don't know the old cars. They had a centered dump manifold. It, all your roundy round guys wanted that because they couldn't use headers, and the figure eight cars. But the centered dump produced more horsepower, hmm. so you can use a centered dump manifold and get a lot of horsepower. And still the headers and, and do the same thing, but they're hard to find today.
2: I'd really like to do side pipes. I've always liked the look it's, of a Corvette side to, pipes
1: to on it. Burn your leg.
2: <laughs> yes definitely invest in some heat shielding and uh, be careful wearing shorts around it yes yes but for now it's got um it's an aftermarket no name yeah exhaust system on there from the previous owner and it's kind of loud now i keep getting comments from anyone i go to they'll like, i heard you heard you pulling up and i'm like i don't think it's that loud
1: yeah. you can hear him a mile away yeah 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 i understand that and i'll i uh, i had a good friend that had a stereo in his little car and uh, He's passed now, but when he come, my mother lived next door. She said everything in her house shaked because he, he had all <laughs> the stereo and everything, and I miss him every day. Yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, old cars have been my life, all my life. And uh, and uh, Harrison come to me. We was talking about the rod run, and I was just going to have one or two, and now I'm in my third or fourth year. Uh, well, 2020, 21, 22, I'm in the fourth year. Because uh, we started in twenty and had two or three that year, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of people to come and, and see a lot of old friends and and everything. And,
0: well, it's also nice to see how excited Harrison gets because oh. you know, I mean, oh, yeah. he just he gets the biggest smile on his face. He goes around and talks to everybody and just
1: loves every bit about it. I want to I want to tell you a little bit about that. The very first one we done, we just was going to have a rod run. I saw him at McDonald's. And it was the night, Friday night of the Street Rod Nationals, which is coming up here the first of August. And uh, he calls me, because he said, because let's have a rod run on the square in Charlton. And I said, okay. Where so buddy of mine, Jeff Eisen, board made board us board up 25 dash plaques. And he I'm put a Chevy, it. And my buddy, buddy, Jimmy Walden's oh, 55 Lord. Chevy on there. <laughs> and And it wasn't either one of our cars. Uh, just those two cars was on it. And he had on there up, Ernie and Harrison rod sure. run. Well, we had about, I don't know, 40 cars probably. So Harrison puts his arm around me. He's 6'2", kids, you know. And he said, cuz, you know what's wrong with this, don't you? I said, no, Harrison, what? He said, if we'd have called this the Harrison and Ernie Rod Run, we'd have had a lot more cars. <laughs> so Scott Heinemann was there, good buddy of mine that does upholstery work, and I went over and I said, Scott, you want to sponsor some Dash plaques? Let's have one with your name on it, and we'll say Harrison and Ernie Rod Run. He said, just paid me, gave me the money, and I went and seen a guy named Pottsy, and he does them for us, and got those. But what Harrison didn't know is I got on that phone and called everybody I knew. I called Salem guys in Scottsburg, and we had 87 cars the next wow. show. Of course, he put that big arm around me and said, see, cuz, they all know me. <laughs> and I said, I'm glad they do, Harrison, because nobody knows me, you know, and stuff. But uh, we just kept it going, and like I said, now I'm in my fourth year, and And the people sponsor the Dash Bikes. Mason has sponsored one with his uh, uh, family that he does, which he does the car show at the high school, which is a phenomenal thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't get to go the first one. My mother was sick, but I've been to the others and all and stuff. But my favorite is a ride run because, you know, there's no judging. You just pull up and have a good time and talk to everybody and and go,
0: you know. It's amazing how tight-knit the community is. I mean, especially once you get to know these guys. You see them at multiple shows throughout the year and they always just come up and talk to you, have a great time. And they're also guys that you know that if you got their phone number and stuff, you can call them out of the blue and they're going to come help you with anything sure. you got to get done.
1: Well, and they don't knock your car. In other words, what I've got is, is maybe something you guys don't like, but they don't walk up and say, "Oh, well, I don't like that. You know, I mean, they're, they're respectful enough that they walk up and say, that's nice, Arnie," Or they don't say nothing at all. But, I've been to shows where people walk by and go, God, that's ugly. Look at that paint, you know. And you don't do people that way. That guy's proud as that as if he had a brand-new Cadillac, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you can't treat people that way.
2: Some know? people are passionate, and they just don't have the $20,000 oh, no, paint no, job.
1: No, 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 no. no. Uh, we were talking about paint jobs. When I originally painted that first Chevy II, I bought the paint, and, and Mr. Lyons painted it for 100 bucks. He put 11 quarts of paint on it for me. We had uh, six quarts of white and five quarts of clear and had diamond, duck metal, diamond dust metal flake. But he wanted his name out there, and he charged me $100 to paint my Chevy 2 wow. in the 70s. And it was phenomenal. I mean, it it was so thick that I, I chipped it. And back then, crazy glue was in, and I put a little crazy glue on that and glued <laughs> it on on, a, on part of the trunk where I chipped it off, and you couldn't even see it. It was that thick, the paint wow. was. Wow. And stuff. Well, so. I
0: got a good question because I know whenever we did our first episode, we talked about um, what if money wasn't an object per se, what would be your dream car that you could just if you could buy it today, write the check, doesn't matter what it is.
1: My goodness, I would probably buy another 64 Chevy 2 that I had a okay. very first car because. I've I've been sick ever since today I sold it, and uh, I know there's other cars that's more valuable. I'd like to have a '63 Split Window Corvette, but if I could go buy my original '64 Chevy two back today, even at probably a hundred thousand dollars, I would try to buy it because that was my very first car, and 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 it's just I guess it's like your first love. You would never forget that. You know, and and I would I would really like to have that car back. I have put feelers out, and a kid in uh, in like Greenville had it, but I've never been able to find it. But of course, it's probably bad shape now because I sold it in seventy seven, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that it's probably a Toyota now or something. You know. So. Well, I. Uh- really appreciate having you on
0: it's been a great time you've taught us a lot of things that we never knew from due to our lack of
2: experience
1: in this all I just hope but. I never touch anything bad oh no no no, no. <laughs> I
2: wrote all those things
1: down so yeah, we'll be yeah, sure yeah, we did yeah, there. Yeah. oh yeah I, I want to drive that corvette though oh, me too me too. well that big block in it though yeah but, uh, but uh, I've got a friend that's uh, a big corvette guy if you need to know anything uh, just call me because I'll be he, sure in fact I talked to him about a half hour last night he's an old friend and I think he's got five or six of them. He's got VV Cook's uh, original red, white, and blue one. Really? Yeah. It was uh, it was an odd red, white, and blue. The interior's red. The car's blue with a white stripe, and you never seen it. But it was a beautiful car. Yeah, beautiful. Check it out sometime. And he owns it to this day. And you know, it's it's supposed to be on the road soon, and I, I can't wait. Cause I, I can remember seeing it back in the day. But my I was always passionate with a red, white, and blue. I don't know. I guess I was a good. Good-hearted American. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like I said, we really appreciated having you on. Uh, this has been uh, kicking the tires, and uh, we hope to have you
1: back again sometime later on down the road. Uh, I've got more stories than Walt Disney does, boys. I can talk to you anytime. We'll look you know. forward to it then. All right, man. It's nice talking to you guys. Thank Thanks you for having me. <laughs>